Hey, 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 how are you doing? This is Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com, the website that has helped hundreds of thousands of people around the world to escape the loop of problem drinking without any silly gimmicks, without dangerous medication, without embarrassing group meetings or expensive rehab. If you are worried about the amount of alcohol you are drinking, don't be one of those people that just sits and promises that they'll deal with it at some random date in the future. Take action today, right now. Go to stopdrinkingexpert.com and sign up for today's free quit drinking webinar. Interesting question today. Uh, you might have heard the story that to quit drinking cold turkey is lethal. It will kill you. You shouldn't do it. And you will see this story propagated a lot on social media. Uh, in fact, if I comment on this subject, I will get a little bit of abuse from a handful of people who will say, uh, how dare you suggest people can just quit drinking? Uh, you're going to kill people, you fool. Look, this whole thing about quitting drinking cold turkey kills you is, is it's kind of a leap with very little information. It's, it's like saying driving a car kills you. All right, it could. But it's not the logical conclusion of your actions. It's not what you should expect to happen. There is a chance. And the same thing is true of going cold turkey with alcohol, because it all depends on how prevalent it is in your system, how long you've been using it, to what extent, and whether you're physically addicted to the drug or not. Now, I had a very interesting email from Chris uh, who wants to ask a question around this. So let's just dig into that here and we'll talk in more detail about whether you should quit cold turkey or whether you should taper off. Here's Chris's email. Uh, Hi, Craig. Um, please excuse my tardy response. Uh, had to go get a colonoscopy done. That's why I was up at half four in the morning sending you an email. First, let me compliment you again on the custom hypnosis. During the session, you said I would feel a sense of optimism. I had just started to feel that optimism a second before you stated it. Uh, my question has to do with medical concerns. I drink eight to 10 ounces per day of vodka, which by all literature is a heavy drinker. I re uh, read your warning as well as others on heavy drinking, quitting uh, heavy drinkers quitting cold turkey. And I'm more concerned about the medical consequences than the mental ones. I'm wondering if I should cut back to three ounces a day for a bit and then quit. Uh, I also thought maybe I should retain a local therapist who could help with medical issues if they arise. I realize that you're not a doctor and everyone is different. I just thought you might have some experience to forward to me. Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, and Chris has kind of uh, preempted my default response to that sort of question. And that is to reiterate for obvious reasons that I am not a doctor. I'm not qualified to comment on medical issues. I am not qualified to give you health advice. Uh, and that is not my job. It's not what I do. Uh, what I am is a former problem drinker who spent 10 years trying to get out of the loop of alcohol before the penny dropped and I worked out what I was doing wrong. So I tried every silly gimmick going. I tried every medicine available. I tried every therapy that you can think of and nothing worked until the penny dropped in my head and my ha I had my eure eureka moment and I worked it out. So I'm not a doctor. And Chris, unfortunately, I can't tell you what to do in this situation. But, you know, a lot of people don't understand what the difference is between a problem drinker and an alcoholic. A problem drinker uh, is not physically addicted to the drug. 
They're using it predominantly for psychological reasons. They're using it mainly to escape reality. So a problem drinker probably comes home every night and opens up the bottle of wine, opens up a six pack of beer and drinks it and you know, describes them as that, uh, that as their chill out time. But if they had to, they could probably go days, weeks or months without drinking alcohol. And quite often you will hear stories from problem drinkers where they say, well, you know, I did dry January, but then I went straight back onto it. Now, if you can stop at the end of December and from the 1st of January, not have any alcohol and not see any dramatic physical side effects, then you're probably not physically addicted to alcohol. You're probably not an alcoholic. You are most likely a problem drinker. Now, where that line crosses over is when you're the sort of person that drinks so much alcohol and you have for so long that if you don't have alcohol in your system, you feel very, very unwell. You start to tremble, your hands shake, you feel very poorly, you can't function because something really important to your body is no longer there. Now that, that's what you get when you're a full-blown alcoholic, all right? And for a full-blown alcoholic to stop cold turkey, that's where the risk comes in. It's not necessarily the act of quitting drinking suddenly, that causes the big risk. It's you know the underlying conditions that that person may have. So for example, it might not be quitting drinking that gives you a seizure, but it might be that you are a sufferer of epilepsy and the trauma of going into withdrawal from alcohol causes a grand mal seizure and you have a very dangerous episode that could kill you. So just going back to Chris's email here, saying, what should I do? Should I cut cold turkey or should I drop down to three ounces a day? Uh, and the answer, Chris, is you need to ask your doctor that, really. You'd be able to answer it to, to a certain extent on your own because if you're the one of those people that can go weeks, days, months without drinking, then you're probably not physically addicted to alcohol. You probably won't have any major issues. But if you're a daily drinker and you have been a daily drinker without a break for a long period of time, then who knows? Now, you obviously have some underlying health uh, conditions here because you've just stated here you've gone for a colonoscopy. So there's something going on. And I'm not privy to that information. And like I said, I'm not qualified to comment on it. So it appears that you're open to getting a bit of help. And I think it's a very good thing. The, the really simplest thing to do here, Chris, is to go and see your GP, go and see your doctor and explain what you're about to do. Explain honestly how much you're drinking and how long you've been drinking it. And tell him that you're thinking of quitting drinking and ask, should I go cold turkey or should I taper off? And go with the advice of your doctor, always, all right? You know, if I say something and your doctor says the opposite, go with, go with your doctor's opinion every single time. All right, because what I'm talking about here is what worked for me when I did it. Uh, and I do appreciate that's not going to work for everyone. So I hope that helps. Um, just, just to kind of talk about moderation briefly, because quitting drinking is scary, you know, that it's daunting. When you make that decision, you think, how can I live the rest of my life without alcohol? And then you start 
you know, embellishing it, you start saying, well, how can it's my birthday next month? I'm going to celebrate my birthday without alcohol. And oh, and then I've got that two week vacation book. How am I going to go on vacation? And then I've got that business class flight. Oh my God, how am I going to not have alcohol? And then it's Christmas, Thanksgiving. And you start thinking this is impossible and it becomes very scary. And so a lot of people kind of pull back from that big commitment of stopping and they say, well, I'll just cut back a bit. And unfortunately, moderation is massively more difficult than stopping completely. That doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense. It, it, it sounds like it should be easier, but it's not. You've got to trust me on this. Trying to moderate your drinking is hell on earth. So if you are physically and psychologically able to, quitting completely is always the easiest and best option for you. Because as much as you have good intentions to taper off the alcohol and reduce, all you're doing is you're making it a bigger focal point in your life. You know, if, if I normally drink two bottles of wine a day, and I say to myself, starting Monday, I'm only allowed one bottle of wine a day. I spend all day looking forward to that one bottle of wine. And then when it's gone, I spend the rest of the evening feeling uncomfortable and feeling like I'm depriving myself, a bit grumpy, a bit cheesed off, a bit on edge and walking, pacing, not being able to relax because I'm, I'm not able to do what I want to do. I wake up in the morning and all I do all day is I look forward, look forward, and I think about that bottle of wine and repeat the process over again. So instead of alcohol becoming less significant in your life, it becomes more significant. And this is not about alcohol. This is just human psychology. This is just the human condition. It would be like if I said to you, you're only allowed to eat cake, chocolate cake, once a year for the rest of your life. On one day a year, you can have one slice of chocolate cake. How big a deal would that be? How big an event would that day be? Whereas if I said, eat as much as you want, you wouldn't care about the chocolate cake, would you? You'd be like, yeah, no, no, I'll take it, I'll leave it. I've had some, uh, uh, too much. So when you restrict the supply of anything, you invoke the law of scarcity. And then if you go out in social circles and you see your friends and your family drinking the thing that is now scarce to you without restrictions, you also invoke the law of social proof. And let me tell you, the two most powerful human motivational psychological traits are the law of scarcity and the law of social proof. And when you put them together, you get an unstoppable, unbreakable power. I defy you to resist those two psychological traits combined together. The, the end result is massively more than the sum of the parts. Very powerful. So I hope that helps. Um, I know it's not a clear-cut answer, Chris, but I am sure it's what you expected. Go to your doctor, explain what you're going to do, go with his advice, and have him supervise the process. If you get any sort of physical symptoms of withdrawal, go to your doctor. You'll be able to get some medication to help you with that, all right? You don't need to suffer through it. Generally, they prescribe benzodiazepines. Um, you'll be put on benzos for a while and just until you get over that initial withdrawal phase. All right. But get all the help you need and don't feel embarrassed about it. All right.
Thanks a lot for the email. Uh, if you're watching this video now and you've got a question, drop me an email, email via the website at stopdrinkingexpert.com. And don't forget, if you're worried about your drinking, do something about it.